1: Loud News presents to you now, Sandy Beach.
2: and Company. Well, hello, hello, hello. It is Beach and Company, and I'm Sandy Beach, and I have to admit, I'm a virgin. I am a virgin, but I'm going to end my virginity after they get through singing. I am a, let's see, how would you describe it, Tony? Uh, how would you describe what kind of virgin I am? That's a tough one. It is. It's very difficult. But I'm, I'm going to break it right after this. Right after this. All right, uh, Buzzy would know, uh, how should I, ca- I'm a virgin because I've not tried this. Uh, how, would you, how would you describe what I'm going to do now?
3: Uh, exactly what it is. Dried beef. Okay. With a great flavor. This one has a delicious flavor to
2: it. All right. I admitted the other day that I had uh, I had never had this, and I'm the only human being that's a man east of the Mississippi uh, that has, uh, has not uh, tried this. Uh, what flavor is it? This would be honey
0: barbecue.
2: Honey barbecue. The other day you were talking about the different flavors uh, as you uh, bite off a piece and chew on it. Yes. So I am to chew on it and then swallow it. Is that correct? Correct. Enjoy the flavor. Enjoy yes. the flavor. Okay. Well, is this your favorite flavor or one of them? One of them. All right. Uh, we to make sure we don't have any virus problems, hermetically sealed in a paper towel. Look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's give it a shot here. Hold on just a minute. Uh, okay. Uh, look, you know what? It looks like it looks like bacon. It looks like a small piece of bacon. Okay, I'm going to try it now. I wouldn't it be wild if I was allergic to and didn't know it. That and, would be bad. And chewed on it and kaplunk. You're not gonna be allergic. All right, to here it. we go. Mm. Mm. Tastes like rubber. Oh, got a decent taste. Yeah, it does. Flavor's mm. good. Flavor's very good.
0: And there's all different kinds, flavors. Oh, this is good. I like this. Different animals.
2: <laughs> yeah. They have some Odd, uh, offbeat flavors, don't don't they?
0: Elk, uh, let's see, bear, I mean... Gator. Gator.
3: They have gator? Gator jerky I had when I was in Colorado, and at the same store, just at the Colorado location, delicious. This flavor is excellent. Yeah, Tony picked a really good flavor.
2: Tony, next time you're at the store that sells this, uh, I'm commissioning you uh, to buy me a full, what do you call it, a stick? uh, A package? uh, Whoops. Well, that comes in a big package,
0: doesn't it? This is Bridgeford, the premium brand, Sweet Baby Rays, which is one of my favorite Mm. barbecue sauces. Honey barbecue beef jerky, high in protein, zero grams of trans fat.
2: I like this. Yeah, it's really good. It's very good. Buy Mm. me a package just like that. I'm commissioning that. Do you want the money up front? How expensive is that?
0: Uh, this was like three something I think is it three
2: something remind me before it's I leave deal. to give you the money this is a very oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat the second piece. no I no no I can't have you buying me gifts why not hold up we're not engaged oh, I no. have a fiance I might <laughs> remind you okay we were doing the uh yesterday mm. we were doing the uh, uh, the the stick of using the word fiance uh, on uh, Jerry Seinfeld show he he made fun of a woman who was constantly asking about her fiancé. Have you seen my fiancé? Is that my fiancé having a, a cup of tea? And so we were doing that, uh, having a ball doing it. I'm going to have the second piece. So. It's
0: kind of like somebody who gets her first girlfriend. All you hear every other word is girlfriend. That's <laughs> true. <So, laughs>
2: you guys going to have to talk while I'm yeah. my beef We're eating ours as well.
3: I have to say, Tony, I thought you were going to pick something spicy. Because I know that's right in your uh, your alley.
0: Normally, I do like the spicy ones. And
3: there's some really good spicy beef jerky. Uh, the peppered beef jerky. Mm-hmm. Teriyaki is my favorite.
0: I like teriyaki. If I'm just
3: at the store and I don't have the selection. Mm-hmm. Um, I
0: contemplated on teriyaki.
3: Yeah,
2: teriyaki's a good one.
0: You contemplated on I it? Says, I kind says, nah, he'll probably like uh, barbecue better. This you, was great. I like great this. One. I got this one at Walmart.
2: I really do. I really like this. It's really good. Walmart, does it have the purple spandex and beef jerky?
0: I didn't see any purple <laughs> spandex yesterday. I was kinda of disappointed. But I'm headed there after work today because they also have these little pies. Oh, that I, I love I discovered. those little,
2: those little pies. They're
0: two for a dollar. I had a blueberry and a pecan pie last night. Oh my God, they're delicious. I'm almost done. About five more chewing <laughs> <We done? laughs> This bag was not gonna make it through the show. Oh, this I is
2: good. You. I like this a lot. Think of it. All of this time, and I never had beef jerky. Were you never. scared to try it? No, or?
3: I wasn't scared to try it. Just never, as long as it's not too it. hot.
2: You know, I don't like real hot stuff.
3: Yeah, there is some really like I was saying to Tony. There's some really good spicy beef jerky. We have a
2: winner. I love. I love it. I will now be an official eater or chewer or whatever you do with it of beef jerky. I like it. Now we got to get you to try a Slim Jim. Uh, I've seen Slim Jims. I've never tried those either. You guys are guiding me through the food vocabulary. Last night, you were involved with something with food, Buzzy.
3: Yes, uh, the Taste of Education at Salvatore's. Uh, it was a great event. It was plant-based foods for the high school culinary students. Um, and they did great. You know, they were very creative. Uh, some tasty dishes. And
2: Hey, hey, they're in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Tasty dishes. Uh,
3: I really enjoyed the desserts from these uh, places. One one place had an apple egg roll, and it tasted like the McDonald's apple pie. Oh, really? It was delicious. I actually went back for seconds. Sounds good. That I wasn't going to judge, and they were already out.
2: Oh, that sounds good. I like that.
3: But it was good. And then the final, the Iron Chef with the three graduates, was a great event, and they used seafood. And the one dish was a shrimp salad. The shrimp was dipped in curry. It was amazing. And then another dish that had shrimp on it, um, I wasn't too hot on the dish, but the shrimp, the way it was, uh, the sauce it was coated in was delicious.
2: Well, I'm telling you, I, I think that the obvious ones that I probably won't like, I probably wouldn't like in any form or way, shape, but I like this. It's a little sweet, it's tasty, it's very good, and uh, what's the flavor again? Uh,
0: This is Honey Barbecue. Think of Sweet Baby Ray's uh, Barbecue Sauce. Okay,
2: if my fiancé is listening, (laughs) uh, I would like her, if she's going to be anywhere near a store that sells beef jerky, to get me, if you can find a flavor like this or something like it. Uh, that's uh, very, very good.
0: Yeah, look for uh, Bridgeford, I believe it's called.
2: Very good, very good. Yeah, Bridgeford. Now I know what you guys are going to get for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break and return on News Radio 930. Uh, now I'm no longer a beef jerky virgin with Beach and Company. Some of our texts at 30930 uh, kind of getting me up to speed on jerky now that I've had my first bite. Uh, Sandy, please and please is in caps. Be careful and monitor the amount of sugar in a lot of those flavored jerkies. I'm diabol- a diabetic as well, uh, and uh, signed Carl in the Falls. Well, I will be careful. I do know I like the taste of it on the flavor he gave me. I'll check it out.
0: It says seven grams of sugars.
2: Okay. Uh, so I don't
0: know if that's good or bad.
2: Well, Bernie will know. She, she's my official gatekeeper when it comes to diabetic supplies. Here's another one. Jalapeno beef jerky rules. Have either of you guys had jalapeno beef?
0: No, but you might find that one too spicy.
2: Yeah, I'm not a big spicy fan. It's got a great kick to it. Does it? Uh, Here's a a nice one. Uh, Sandy, thanks to you guys. Uh, Thank you so much for giving me a morning show to listen to that makes me laugh. It's a refreshing departure from all the gloom and doom uh, going on right now. Well, thank you. Thank you. We try and have some fun. Try and be as... uh, as fun-filled as possible, and that's that. Now, uh, today, uh, first of all, last night, uh, going over the uh, uh, the the voting uh, last night in the uh, in the big run for the presidency it was boring. What a boring night! Uh, I didn't catch any surprise. There wasn't any any kick, any pizzazz to it, and. Uh, they, uh, because a lot of uh, entities say uh, no crowds, uh, no big, uh, no big crowds. Uh, you didn't see anything. I heard one that uh, one that you couldn't have more than ten people. I don't know how they come to that number, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, but uh, ten people. So there was no no kick to it, no pizzazz to it. It was like la la la. Except, except the guy who just ran a commercial that said, I would like to run for president with there will be dignity and, be, and manners and behavior. This is the same guy that told a voter wearing a hard hat he was full of, um, you know what, okay? And then he also said, let's go out and settle this. Now, it's easy to say let's go out and settle it when you have a Secret Service contingent surrounding you. You know, the time uh, that you would say it, that you would mean that you wouldn't have armed security with you. You get my get yeah, my. Was that dr- the
0: same guy who referred to somebody as a dog face pony show or whatever? Yeah,
2: yeah, he did that already. So here he's trying to play the I. I'm a well mannered presidential candidate. I will uh, do you proud if you put me in the. Uh, in the White House, and he's uh, threatening to go outside and have a fist fight with a guy.
0: I saw a clip of him. He, he's saying, "You know, I'm not going to get into the name calling," and he's something <laughs> that Donald Trump does. And then two seconds later, he's name calling. He's doing
2: it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but he likes to call people out. Uh, he's going to call the wrong person out if he loses and doesn't have the security.
0: Well, he's a fake tough guy.
2: Yeah, Mister Tough Guy. Uh, but so that that was that, and he won most. I think he only lost a, a couple. Of uh, what was up for grabs uh, yesterday, so uh, there's. Uh, I, I don't think Washington's in yet, uh, but when Washington comes in, uh, that'll uh, that'll wrap. He's crossing that. the Delaware. He was. I saw him. He was on a dollar bill that I had, uh, which if you work for Intercom, that's how you get paid. That's about all you get paid. You get, uh, occasionally, with overtime, you might get two, uh, two George Washingtons. How good is that? Yeah. So he's doing that, and I'm thinking, okay. I'm also thinking. Give me your opinion. If, uh, if, if he wins the nomination, which I, it looks like he's going to, okay, I do not see Bernie Sanders people coming over and saying, let us help you to the road to the presidency. And they had, you know, in, in even a, 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 a tremendous losing effort, only about a third. But a third, uh, if it's missing from you or goes over to your opponent, certainly would be enough to swing the election. I don't see Bernie Sanders people uh, jumping on the uh, Biden bandwagon anytime soon.
0: Some will, and don't forget we're talking about the same people who have no idea what the issues that are facing this country. Uh, They barely know who the vice president is. Uh, So their whole political opinion is based on a meme they saw on social media.
2: Well, that's true, except for the fact they do know that uh, they would be voting if they if they switch uh, horses. They're going to be voting for the guy that knocked their guy out. So I, I think the best they can do is maybe get a half of that uh, third.
0: I'll tell you one thing: there is zero enthusiasm about Joe Biden. Uh, you, I've seen videos you know, interviews, the, the Jesse Waters type stuff, says, well, you know, I'll just basically go in with anybody that's not Trump.
2: But look at it like this. Uh, one thing that's going to be missing, and it's something that's really hard to quantify, and that's the energy level. If you remember uh, in the in the last uh, run-up to the presidency, Trump had tremendous energy level. Now, he's four years older, oh, three and a half maybe, years older uh, and I don't know if he still has that energy level, but he certainly has more energy than uh, Biden does. And that means a lot. You see somebody, a fresh shirt, uh, you know, a tie and a jacket and got a gazillion people cheering him on in the background as opposed to loom do-loom, loom loom waiting for him to, uh, to uh, uh, throw a gaff out there. The problem we have of taking advantage of that is that I, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't, but I do. I, I, I kind of feel sorry for him. And uh, when when we hear the gaffes, just like him telling somebody last night to, that they were full of you-know-what and let's go and fight it out in the parking lot, is I think there's something wrong with him. I really do. I'm not saying this to try and gain an edge in the voting. I'm saying it realistically. And if there is something wrong with him, I can't possibly make fun of him. I just wouldn't do it. Where
0: are the uh, the psychologists out there that were telling us that Trump was ha, had mental illness? That's right. But right now, yep. when you're seeing obvious signs of it from Biden, they're strangely
2: silent. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, should I? Okay, I'll ask each each of you guys. Should I feel guilty if I if I decide to have a little fun with his gaffes or not?
3: No, no. You I shouldn't, shouldn't feel, feel guilty, guilty at all. All right.
2: No. What do you say? No, he put himself out there. Well, that's true. Uh, I, I hope nothing's wrong with him, but he certainly gives the signs that something's wrong with him. And it used to be every once in a while it would happen. Now it's practically every, every uh, day, uh, every news cycle day that he's said or done something that you're scratching your head over. Could it be
0: that he's just not that bright?
2: Well, that could be, too. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a choice, too. Uh, maybe he was uh, he's always been like this, and so we didn't know it because we didn't see him enough.
0: You hear what Rush was saying? I think it was a yesterday that uh, look for them to limit his speech to no more than 10 minutes and tuck him away, and he's not going to be out there as much because they're fearing his gaffes. He
2: gave a seven-minute speech the other day. Seven minutes for a political speech. Usually you can't shut him up, right? Uh, he was uh, seven minutes. That was it. Uh, of course, the shorter the speech, the less chance there'll be a gaffe, less chance there'll be anything that uh, the other side can use. Uh, but seven minutes, I never heard of that uh, for a, a political uh, speech. So They're re- they're reining him in. Yeah, I think they are. I think he has to be handled, which makes it so important, a subject we did the other day, as to um, who the uh, choice would be for a vice president. Did you see the, the list of uh, people that he wants to put in his cabinet? All no. obama Ooh, I'm shocked. Almost all of them. I, I, there was only one I didn't recognize that wasn't from the Obama era. So uh, he intends, intends to do that maybe to, he put that out early too, maybe to, oh, I don't know, influence voters. Jeez, he's going to have all the Obama people on there. That's going to be really swell. Wait, are you saying that Democrats would pander? Oh, no. I, I can't see that happening. Too much class. Too much class, and you know, if you're if you're Joe Biden, you don't threaten a guy to go outside with him, just wearing a hard hat. The guy was wearing a hard hat, and he was not a fake politician. Where he was a guy who wears a hard hat to work. He probably would mop the floor of. Joe I would think that would happen. Yes. All right, we'll take a break and return. jerky fills sandy beach on News Radio nine thirty WBS. And we are back with the Beach and Company up Sandy Beach. I got a couple of texts before we start the meat of the show or the uh, beef jerky of the show. Sandy, leave Biden alone. What's the matter with you? Let's have a push up contest, you long faced pony soldier. Signed Chris. <laughs> that is funny. All right. Uh, it's, let's see. Uh, that the uh, construction worker was on Fox this morning. Uh, let's see. Okay. Can't use that one. Uh, okay. At one point in the conversation, the worker uh, said to Biden, you work for me. And Biden answered back, I don't work for you. He's been around too long and it's time for him to hang it up. He's just another entitled politician. Joe has got to go. Well, That's a good one. Yeah, it, it really is. It's, uh, they have well before the campaign started. Even for this, uh, Rush was saying there'll be all kinds of gaffes, and there have been for a long time. This this didn't just pop up uh, last Tuesday. This has been going on a long time. We just haven't uh, had uh, seen him very often up close and personal. But if he does have a medical condition, I feel badly for him, and I will never joke about it. But if if it's just him being him, trying to be funny, trying to be tough. I think uh, that's, uh, that's good to go. Now, here's what we're talking about today. Uh, now, here's, here's a problem with the first question. Are we overreacting to what's going on uh, with the virus? Are we overreacting? Because uh, I'll tell you why. You're not going to hear any doctor go on the radio or television or being interviewed saying we're overreacting. Not one. One you're probably not going to hear uh, many, uh, if any, uh, doctors or politicians saying we're overreacting. Because the last thing that doctors want, because it's their reputation, or the last thing the politicians want, uh, because it will stay with them forever. If they say we're overreacting and then we have a a major league problem, they'll always err on the side of, of being prepared and not having to use it, and that, that makes sense. We want to be prepared and not have to use it. However, the real world says that our world is changing underneath our feet, and it's uh, not, uh, not as um, dire as one would think. So you're not going to get any opposition. The only ones that will say we're overreacting are what I would call civilians, people who aren't doctors, people who aren't uh, in the healthcare field, they're not going. They they're willing to say it if they really believe it because it's it's not a uh, a blot on their reputation. Uh, so, are we overreacting? Is the first question. The second one is like a, a little swing question. What have you done, and what have you bought uh, to kind of offset what you're hearing on radio and television? Uh, have you done something? By by that, it could be on the negative. Maybe you were. Going to New York City on a on a nice uh, little trip for the weekend, and you decide no, this isn't a good weekend for me to go to New York. Uh, you could you could be doing that. Maybe uh, you uh, had a vacation scheduled, uh, and and you had taking an airplane or you're on a ship, and you say, no, I, I know the odds are really long odds that anything would happen, but I'm not going to take any chances. So I'm asking you, what have you bought? Maybe it's as simple as hand sanitizer. I've always had hand sanitizer around the house, and and certainly soap and water is always available, and keep my hands clean. I told you at one time, I I was uh, uh, compulsive about that. I probably wash my hands 10, 12 times a day. I, I, I got out of that, but I still wash my hands all the time. And now we're getting into Academia. The kids are off to school, in this case college, where they've sent some kids home from college already, told them not to come back for a couple of months. Some, some colleges have um, uh, on, online uh, teaching and online credits and stuff like that. But the question I'm asking is this. If you have already paid for your meal plan, or you've paid any other expenses related to being in college, uh, are you going to get that money back uh, when they send you home? Will there be a, a, a refund? I, I heard uh, from one parent today that uh, it could be as much as, by the time they go back, could be as much as about $1,000 that they've already paid uh, that uh, they're not sure whether they're going to get them back or not. Nobody's talked about it. It would not surprise me, guys, see if you agree with this. If you've paid for a meal ticket or something to do with parking or something like that, and they send you home from college, uh, and you don't get reimbursed, do you see Bernie Sanders picking up this, If Mr. Free College? Uh, he's talking about free college. Now he's looking at overreaction, costing out-of-pocket expenses, maybe 1000 bucks, maybe more. Uh, first of all, do you think, should that be reimbursed? And secondly, you think it's something Bernie Sanders red meat.
0: Well, the school should reimburse these students. But, yeah, Bernie Sanders will jump on anything that he can say free, free, free.
2: Especially he's getting he'll be getting desperate now because they're getting down the nubs for him. What do you think, Buzzy?
3: Yeah, we're definitely going to see uh, Bernie Sanders in desperation mode now as it looks like, again, the election is getting out of his hands. And, yeah, I mean, he will definitely be bringing this up at his rallies, which are mostly full of. College students.
2: All right. Do you guys think you you do think Tony's already said that? Yes, you should get reimbursed. Do you think? Uh, yes. They, yeah, so both yeah, of Yeah. Free
0: think. college and a nickel bag of weed. That's what he's going to offer.
2: Yeah. Oh, very good. That make a nice sign. Well, you said he's getting desperate, so yeah. you got to keep adding to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, Daryl. Daryl, you're on WBen.
1: Good morning, Sandy.
2: Hello, Daryl. What do you think? Did you buy anything? Did you do anything? And should the students get reimbursed if they're sent home?
1: Can you, Somebody rationalized to me why all of a sudden there's this big run on, on all things, toilet paper.
2: Yeah, I guess people are thinking, how long is this thing going to last? Because they, they went to the store and they couldn't find any hand sanitizer and things like that.
1: Yeah, because I heard Tom talking about it well, yesterday afternoon.
2: Well, you know that uh, Johnny Carson used to make fun of it. Whenever we have a big blizzard or anything, people run to the store to buy toilet paper. Now, I I don't know about you. I always have extra in the in the closet. I, I I'm not thinking if I can't get to the store uh, today, I'm out of luck.
1: Well, you know, it's I you know we buy we buy a little bit of stuff ahead, but I used to we used to get a 24 pack, but I, we ran out of space to put it in the uh, uh, storage in the bathroom.
2: And you know what? I, I try and be practical because the Buffalo News is getting smaller and smaller. So you either have to change your diet or get the uh, news published on Sunday and save that one.
1: Time to, time to clean your, uh, yeah. <laughs> your you Need But, but to throw them in a bag. You may need them.
2: Should uh, the colleges, if they send your kid home, if you've paid ahead uh, with good, ho- cold, hard cash, should they uh, reimburse you?
1: They're going to have to. There's a lot of stuff. Oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff with all that.
2: I would think that they they would be obliged to do it. Uh, that's money paid in for service, not delivered. Hey, thanks, Daryl. Thank you very much. Good luck in finding uh, Charmin. Thank you very much. Two-ply. Two-ply or one-ply? What are you, Tony?
0: Two-ply or not two-ply? That is the question I ask of the
2: You are a two? two-ply. Uh, two-ply or one-ply, Bozzy? Oh, Barzy? double-ply all the way. That's how you can tell if you're a good hotel. They have, you know, 15-ply. Uh, <laughs> the the single-ply is nah, so cheesy no, after no. you use double-ply. And top or bottom? The uh, toilet paper comes out at the top or the bottom? Top. Top, of course. Some people do bottom, and bottom doesn't work because then oh. the, as it comes out, it kind of sticks next to the wall. Yes. So you can't find it. Top or bottom? Oh, top, for sure. All right, so we got, uh two two plies and two from the top. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBen. Let's go to um, let's see line three down here should be Ian in Canada. Ian, you're on WBen. Yeah, um, good morning. Good morning, Ian.
4: Good morning. What I'd like to say is you have to stop looking at this like it's a left issue a right issue. It's purely mathematics. It's uh, in America. There's 65,000 intensive care beds, right?
2: Well, I'll take your word on that. Go ahead.
4: That's the American Hospitals Association number. Okay. Those beds usually run close to capacity, especially because it's the flu season already. Right. Well, so let's say the conservative estimate is 20% of the American population will get coronavirus.
2: One would hope that isn't true, but go ahead.
4: Well, okay, but look at what happened in Italy. You now have a system that can if you were sick with coronavirus and you went to the hospital and that you told them you had diabetes, they wouldn't even treat you because they don't have the capacity.
2: Well, they started with just some northern areas. Now it's the the whole uh, the whole country's locked down.
4: Right. But that's why we need to take this seriously here. I mean, America, the fact that America can't even screen. Like in, in South Korea, Australia, and Germany, they have roadside testing so they can... So you don't go to the hospital, you don't risk getting a doctor or a nurse infected, you don't risk overloading the system that needs to treat. And so the numbers are between 10 and 16% of the people that get coronavirus will need serious care. Now, as you get above 60 and you have comorbidities, which is diabetes, heart disease, any of those things, you are more likely to need serious or intensive care.
2: Like what I have, I am a diabetic. Uh, and uh, obviously, I'm concerned about that. Well, see, we make a big push in the fall, uh, making sure that you get your uh, flu shots. Your flu- and, and we seem to think that, well, if we get the flu shot, that'll take care of anything else. And then uh, we, we so we kind of set aside the sniffles and the things we get with the flu. Uh, but this is more than the flu, and its um, morbidity rate is, is much higher. Right,
4: and so like the difference, and so... At your age and with your comorbidity, you're not at 2% risk of dying. You're somewhere between 6 to 10 to
2: 20%. Well, at my age, I've been dead for 12 years. So, I mean, <laughs> you have to be realistic about it. I, uh, I go see a regular stream of doctors for various things, and uh, I try and, uh, you know, take care of business, wash my hands, do that, whatever. Uh, but uh, first of all, I do think that now, with the kind of communication we have, especially online, uh, things tend to get passed around much faster than before, as far as information is concerned. Well, and,
4: you're absolutely right, but like, yeah. the thing you had Mick Mulvaney at the CPAC conference cough into his hand and then shake Stephen Ross's hand on stage. Do you know, like, the message that sends, like? we're going to own the libs by showing that we don't believe this is that serious?
2: I saw a guy standing at a podium telling you to wa- be sure to wash your hands and don't touch your face. And as soon as he said that, he reached down with his left hand and turned the page uh, of, uh, of whatever uh, he was using, some kind of a notebook. And by then, he had, t- he had licked his finger. So he did exactly what he told you not to do.
4: Yeah, and the problem is, so you have Mike Pence saying, well, I'm still going to shake hands. Well, the thing is, if he shake hands, so the rate of transmission is if I get sick, I'm likely to infect three people other than myself. Could be more, could be less, but the average is three. Until that number drops below one, you can't stop the spread of the disease. And like everything everybody does makes a difference. Washing your hands, doing all the standing a meter away from a person. sure. You're, we don't like doing it, but it's not a left thing. It's not a right thing. It's, I agree. You
2: know, It's not a political thing, but we're in a political season, and they're going to use it immediately. As soon as uh, information broke on this, uh, Chuck Schumer was criticizing the president because he thought it was a good opening for him. Hey, Ian, good to talk to you. A good call. Thank you very much. We'll be back with more of Beach & Company. I'm not, uh, my, I'm not licking the microphone today. That's pretty good, huh, Tony?